Hello and welcome back to Earth Like Heaven. My name is Doug Ressler and joining me as always is Robbie Sherry and we're here to help you close the gap between heaven and earth in your life by learning to live like Jesus. Robbie, we have spent, gosh, the last several weeks talking about things like the problem of evil and suffering and pain and injustice and chaos in our world. And man, there is all of that and more for sure. And so today though, we're going to start to turn, you know, in these next couple of episodes to, so then what do Christians do? How do we, what tools does the Christian faith give us? What, what, um, what practices do we engage in as we push back against the darkness of our world. We have, we've actually talked about a few. We've talked about the practice of, you know, the, of lament, right? You know, mm-hmm. just being, it's, it's actually a good thing for us to lament. It's a good right. thing for us to be sad, to let our hearts be broken with the things that break God's heart. We've talked about the practice of prayer. We've talked about the presence of the Holy Spirit yep. and how that, how that gives us strength to endure and to persevere. We've talked about the, the importance of community, the, having the church, and all of those things we'll continue to talk about in the weeks ahead because they're, they're for sure important. But as we head into Thanksgiving, this week, one of the practices that Christians have engaged in for 2,000 years now, and certainly Jewish believers uh, for thousands more years, is this practice of thanksgiving, this practice of gratitude, intentionally calling to mind those things for which we are thankful. And mm-hmm. what that does to our hearts, what that does to our minds, what that does to our souls when we spend time thinking about that. So Robbie, tell us, a li- what, th- what does thanksgiving look like in the sherry household. What what do you guys do to kind of practice gratitude, practice Thanksgiving, or is the Sherry household just filled of angst and yes. anger and bitterness yes. on Thanksgiving? Yes, all the time. We don't even get yeah. turkey unless everybody's right. grateful. That's how we do it. Everybody's got to be at least a, a level seven gratefulness right. before we go, before buy, we the go buy the turkey. No, uh, we are usually more the former. We're a pretty grateful family. Yeah. Um, are you going to have everybody in town this year or no? no we're leaving town. Oh, you're leaving we're, town. We're okay. going to the land of Norman, Oklahoma wow. to celebrate wow. Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, you're really going to have to be intentionally <laughs> grateful to go to Norman and celebrate Thanksgiving. Yes, oh we my are. gosh. Yeah, we're yeah. all of us are one from Alabama, one coming up from California. Yeah. Some of us trekking from Colorado and and just uh Everybody's going to descend on Micah in his dorm room. That's right. Yes. Pretty much. Wonderful. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Yes. Awesome. I right think on. yeah, in our our gratitude, I think the secret with Christian gratitude is recognizing it when it's, mm-hmm. when it's there. I think reflective gratitude is good, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I think gratitude recognized in the, like, in the moment when it's right. happening is, right. is the best. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, most of us grew up around a Thanksgiving table where people yeah. go around and say, hey, let's all say something we're thankful for. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, I think it's a good practice when yeah. kids are little, but, but rolling that into more of a a rhythm of life mm-hmm. is good. And now, now as a family, it's just each other's presence. Like we're just so excited. It, the food, we were even thinking about doing sushi or something like that. For oh Thanksgiving yeah. Something totally random yeah, or whatever. Because, sure. Yeah. We're going to be a small little yeah. place. The food itself doesn't matter. It's just being with each other. And, right. and we, we don't need a plan. We don't need a, right. We've got to do these things. It's just the being with each other and recognizing that, uh, I remember C.S. Lewis said that one of his, uh, when one of his friends died, mm-hmm. that you don't just lose the friend, you lose what that friend brings out in your other friends. Oh, yeah, sure. And, yeah. and for us, it's like there's certain, I've got four children, and there's certain things that, you know, my oldest brings out in the other three, and my youngest brings out in the other three, and, and we, we miss that when we're not mm-hmm. all together. And so yeah. just living into that is, 
is one of our rhythms of Thanksgiving. We just delight. And sometimes it's games and sometimes it's mm-hmm. puzzles and sometimes it's just eating. And sometimes we do 2v2v2v2. Two 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 two. Actually, that's, that's eight people. Sorry. 2v2v2 two two competitions. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So we draw names. Right. <laughs> we get like the, you know, you, you get somebody else in the family and then it's anything from we drop clothespins into a bottle standing on a chair. And <laughs> like a Coke bottle? Like a like a mason jar, like a mason kind of jar. Thing. Okay, yeah, okay, gotcha. we'll do I was that. Say, too, like a coke bottle would be like really challenging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would actually be really impressed. <laughs> and yeah. we uh, we we have Nerf wars, uh-huh. and we do the little ping pong bounce on the table game. Uh-huh. And do just, you drink with that? Uh, no, no, that's not like at a drinking all, game. Actually. You know that, right? Speaking of drinking, are you an eggnog guy? <laughs> I am not an eggnog guy. I feel like that's a litmus test for friendship. Do you feel in like in terms of like can you we get not to be know friends? Someone, can like, we not be friends now hey, because I don't no, drink eggnog? I'm, okay. I'm not really an eggnog guy. Oh, either. So no wonder we get along. So yeah, well. exactly. But if somebody right. goes, oh, Jake, I'm all are about you the an eggnog, eggnog guy? Jake's not an See, eggnog. He's not a nog. So, yeah. Okay. And if people refer to it as the nog, that's yeah. Then it's really bad. It's really bad. Uh, it's yeah, like eggnog on another level. It is. Okay. Yeah, people go. Oh, it's time. Do you drink that at Thanksgiving? Well, some people like that's their their setup for the Thanksgiving or like the mold spices like apple cider. I feel like. They, people double dip there with Thanksgiving because the nog only yeah. comes out once a year. It, it, it does. At Christmas, I don't, I don't think you can buy Christmas, eggnog yeah. in like April. Right. Can you? I don't think so. I, you probably can, but why would you? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. But We're that's pretty the far afield. This Jake's going to cut all this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Not. <laughs> Jake's not cutting this. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so that's what uh, the Sherry family No, that's does. awesome. I mean, I think, I think just we spending, play and we be. I know well, that sounds I, I think, funny. But no, no, I don't think that sounds funny at all. I actually think that is one of the real keys to, to Thanksgiving, to why this time is so special for so many folks. I mean, oh my gosh. I mean, over the last couple of weeks, I have talked to so many people, as you'd imagine, as the pastor of a church, right? Everybody talking about like, what are your Thanksgiving plans? Like, where are you going to go? And right. everybody, without exception, right? I'm going to go be with family. I'm going to go spend time with those I love. And if they're not able to, for whatever reason, right, it, maybe, maybe their parents can't come in this year, or maybe, they're, maybe they've lost someone this year, right. right, or maybe they're feeling alone, right? I was talking to a widow in our congregation who just lost her husband like two months ago, right? right? And she's like, okay, so I'm kind of gearing up for what is going to be a, I'm, I'm anticipating a very, very difficult holiday season because I'm so used to not being alone in this season. And, um, you know, so we feel that viscerally. I think that that sense of just being with mm-hmm. and and spending time with and engaging with family, that's that's a, a really important thing, which again, kind of goes back to what we're talking about. Like when we talked about before about one of the practices or one of the ways that we push back against the, all the chaos, all the pain, all the suffering, all of the evil, all the injustice in our world is we don't do it alone. Hmm. Yeah. That's critical, right? Yeah. Being together is critical. So having community around you. So Again, you know, one of the things that we've done in the past, and, you know, I, I'm sure we would be open to do it again, is if there are people in our life that we know are single and don't have a place to go, we've invited right. different people in. Now, they haven't always come or whatever, but we've invited them to be a part of our Thanksgiving celebrations. We, uh, several years ago, we had a couple that came over, their family came over because they didn't have anywhere else to go. And so they brought their kids and we just had a fantastic time, you know, getting to know them and just, just trying to create that sense of community, that yeah. sense of you're not alone. That of course, again, then, then creates a further sense of gratitude, of thankfulness, because it actually does something physiologically to us. It does. Right. When you yeah. are with people that you love, when you're with people that you care about, when you are just being, and there's not some agenda or some task that we've got to accomplish, we're just here to be together. What ends up happening is serotonin starts to flow in the brain, which is, which is that, that is the neurotransmitter that actually brings peace 
right? Versus dopamine, which kind of brings right. you that initial like exciting high or whatever. And so much of our world is sort of dopamine fixated versus serotonin fixated, which is why we're having all the problems we're having. That's what I understand from folks that I know that study this stuff. But it really is, it's, it's, it's a powerful thing that, right. you know, happens to you physiologically. It happens to you emotionally. It happens to you spiritually, all the things, right? There's so many benefits to just being together. And then as you're together, rehearsing, hey, here are all the things that I'm thankful for this year. Yep. Here are all the things that I'm really grateful for. Because again, so much of our world is geared towards all that is bad. I mean, you turn on the, my wife won't even watch the news because she's like, it's always just a litany of horrible things. Yeah, yeah. And she's right. Like, I mean, I get it. Like you scroll through social media, you scroll through whatever, right? And it's like mainly outrage and it's mainly all the horrible things that are happening in the world. And so you think about, again, what that does to us in our brains, what that does to us in our hearts. And for the Christian, the Christian says, as much as it's important for us to know all of those things, and it is, we should know all of those things, it's equally as important that we spend intentional time, litany of things that we're grateful for, litany Just of things that we're thankful it, yeah. for, really practicing that, you know, and, uh, and of course, Christians have been doing this for a long time um, mm-hmm. in our country, but even before that, this is a tradition that sort of goes back to the continent, goes back to Europe, it goes back to kind of our roots or, you know, in that, you know, you think about Thanksgiving is a, is a holiday, of course, in America. It's something that we celebrate when I'm with my friends, like from India and these other places, they're like, yeah, this is so interesting. I mean, they're yeah. just fascinated by this whole, like that you would have a national holiday dedicated right. to Thanksgiving, right? And I think it was Franklin Roosevelt who signed it sort of officially into, was, into practice. Well, I think Lincoln kind of initially did it, but like Franklin made it the last Thursday or whatever of, of the, November. November. Like okay. he's the one that kind of did that. And then, um, but yeah, Lincoln was certainly, you know, promoted. But even before then, the Puritans practiced it. I mean, yeah. there were these special times, special think Jonathan seasons. Edwards practice it? I don't know. Maybe. You would hope so. I mean, he doesn't seem like a super thankful guy. No, he does seem pretty grumpy. That's exactly <laughs> right. Pretty negative. But I think he gets a bad rap, actually. I do, too. Yeah. Actually, I mean, I think he gets a bad rap. But, um, but yeah. No, Edwards. I mean, I think that, like, this is something that, like, again, the church throughout its history has always had, like, special celebrations of Thanksgiving, special seasons of, you know, worship, where we are just right. thankful and grateful, and we're expressing those Thanksgivings to God and, and that kind of thing. And I think all of that is, again, critically important, because throughout history, Christians are trying to deal with the same things we're trying to deal with today, which is why is the world the way it is? Yeah. Why is why are things so broken? Why are human beings so sinful? Why is man's inhumanity to man so overwhelming at times? And what do we do about that? Well, one of the things we do about that is we remember that in back of it all and above it all and beyond it all is there a, there's a God who is doing, has done unbelievable things in us and through us and for us. And because of that, we can be thankful. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Paul has this habit of breaking into spontaneous doxology. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right. right. And that's right. one of his secret weapons. Well, tell people of, what doxology is just for those who are not, you know, don't, don't understand like the term. The yeah. doxology. Yeah. It's, well, there is the doxology, but what is just doxology? It's exalting yeah. God and giving, yeah. giving, it's a fancy way of saying rightful yeah, just giving glory to God. And praise right. to him. Right. Yeah. Doxa means glory. And, and yep, that's right. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I will correct you as we Thank know. you. Yeah. I appreciate that. You bet. But he, he does it throughout his, mm-hmm. His letter. I just think it's interesting yeah. that he's writing and that it just goes, you know what? I'm yeah. going to burst into yeah. gratitude right now. Right. You read it like a lot of times in the text, it's offset and you go, wow, what a, what a discipline. I think that's yeah. really what it is, is we have the practice of Thanksgiving, uh-huh. but the discipline of Thanksgiving seems to me to carry the weight of praising and thanking God, even in 
even in the times when you don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. And have you you ever experienced that? Like where you're like, I mean, I know I have where you're like, you're, you're, you maybe you're not, you know, we don't really write letters anymore, but like you're, you're, I still write letters. I'm sure you do actually. Yeah. You you. you would strike me as someone who does that. I do. Okay. Well, good for you actually. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you write? How come I've never gotten a letter from you? Um, I'm not sure actually. Yeah, I mean, you'll probably get one. Okay, Sometimes I better, I better now. I, I better now. I better get one now. Now that I know, well, I don't feel like if yeah. you because I never get any texts from you because you don't text. You don't. Right. You don't and when you, you say scrolling you don't, through social you don't media, message me I'm on like, social media. What is he talking about? Yeah, what you does that never mean, scroll never communicate media? to me. You know, you you call me. You I want don't me even, to call you back. I'm like, yes, yes. I like talking on the phone. It's amazing. Now I know you could just send me a letter. That's right. Yeah. But I mean, do you ever find yourself like maybe you're you're in a conversation with someone or something like that and you just kind of, you do, you just kind of break into something spontaneous mm-hmm. where you're like, man, like this happened and oh my gosh, I'm just so thankful. And, and it's kind of, like you said, it's almost like a parenthetical comment. Yeah. But it, it it's, that's kind of how I'm, I'm with you. That's kind of how I think about Paul when he's writing is, yeah. you know, he just sort of like all of a sudden he, it just breaks in on him, you know, and he's but like, But for oh, me, it happens you know. mentally or... In a conversation, I love saying, you know, isn't God good? Mm-hmm. But I love that Paul actually records it in writing. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> you know, right, 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 totally, Takes right. the time yeah. to go, actually, this is a good time to say, yeah, yeah, God yeah. is great. And a lot of times it's hap- it, 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 those spontaneous sort of doxologies, those spontaneous expressions of praise, of thanksgiving, of gratitude are happening when he's wrestling with some hard stuff. Right, right. You know, I think about like the end of Romans 11, where like he is wrestling with his grief over the fact that his people, the Jewish people, are not responding to the gospel. He even says in there, I like wish I could go to hell if it meant that some of them would be saved. I yeah. am heartbroken over all of these things. And at the end, and he's trying to wrestle with like, why why does God choose some and not choose others? And you know, Jacob I loved and Esau I hated and I don't understand and all this other stuff. And at the end he just sort of breaks out in this doxology of like <laughs> But you know what? God is amazing and he's good and he can be trusted. And even though I don't understand, I don't have to because praise to God, he's got it all under control. There's a sense in which almost like thankfulness and gratitude is Paul's default, Mm -hmm. right? Rather than, um, rather than something he has to sort of get to. It's always kind of his baseline. And, and I've often wondered like what, again, and and actually prayed for and, and asked the Lord, like, you know, what would it be like to live from a place where my default, my, my, my baseline was thanksgiving, was mm-hmm. gratitude, was look at all the things that I have been given rather than my default sometimes being, it's not always, but sometimes being, look at all the things I don't have. Right. Right. You know? And so, I mean, that kind of goes to like a mindset of scarcity that I think so many, especially people in the West, I mean, we have more than, we have more, we have more stuff <laughs> And more things and more money than 99.999% of the people, human beings who have ever walked the face of the planet. Mm-hmm. And yet we have this tendency to focus on what we don't have. And so Thanksgiving, again, is almost like a cultural pause, right. so to speak, that brings us back and tries to reset us a little bit. And again, there's great. I mean, there really is great power in it. There's really great power in the holiday. There's great, but there's even greater power, I think, in sort of not just doing it once a year, but actually living from this place or, you know, having that be your baseline. I do think there's something in, I tell my students all the time that when they're, when they're writing, when they're writing an essay, that every study that's ever been conducted on like cursive writing, Uh because the wrestle used to be, you know, do we, we, we train kids in cursive and is it worth it anymore that 
that cursive writing actually produces more fluid thoughts than printing, and printing produces more fluid thoughts than typing. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So it's oh, so the there's something about the hand brain connection, yeah, right? right? When you're, yeah, when yeah, you're yeah, yeah. because you you sort of pause and you really think through, especially if you're writing in pen or if you imagine yeah. people of old doing the script. You don't yeah. want to. There is no whiteout at the time. Right, you know, yeah. ink is scarce. Your nib, everything. You're like, it has to be very nib. carefully thought What's out. A nib? That's the end of the feather that you would dip into the inkwell to to write. Yeah. Dang. So that's hardcore. Man. When you're thinking about, like, for me, gratitude. Do you use a nib? Like I, when you grade papers, uh, you should. No, but I'm going to get you a nib. I have one. We're going to get Robbie <laughs> yeah. a nib for Christmas yeah. this year. Yeah. But when you write down mm-hmm. what you're thankful for, yeah. or I think that's. I mean, it's funny when you talk about notes and writing letters. Mm-hmm. Most people today, if I'm you still say, stuck on feather, is, when, it, what, is it any feather? <laughs> is it a, like a pigeon feather, an eagle feather? There's only certain birds, actually. Okay. Yeah, oh, there's only certain birds. Yeah, not yeah. all birds have nibs. No, no, no. It's the nib attaches to the feather. <laughs> not all feathers have nibs. No, the feather needs to be hollow, like the oh really? The, hold the ink. Man, yeah. I am learning so much. I'm sorry. So, I'm interrupting. Go ahead. But <laughs> if you if you ask a person what's the last thing they wrote or mm-hmm. last kind of things that they mailed. Other than, say, a Christmas card, right. most people write right. a thank you note. note we right. even have a label for it. Right. And I think it's because the practice of expressing gratitude in handwritten form, mm-hmm. like that means more like, to you to get a handwritten thank you oh, note without a than a thank you text without a or a, without a doubt. hey, thank you for the sermon today, right. hashtag awesome. Right. It, like, that's okay. Yeah, but right. dear Doug, I just yeah. wanted to take a little moment and... There's there's something visceral yeah. about seeing that somebody took the time, pen in hand or nib, right. and scrolled it on a piece of paper. And I think the practice and discipline of doing that for me. So Sarah and I have a have a journal that we we revisit every uh-huh. anniversary, uh-huh. and we write about things from the last year. Okay, so it's like an ongoing journal. It's, an, it's uh-huh. Uh-huh. but it's like kind of our anniversary. We go out to dinner, we sit down, and we read from last year's, like uh-huh. what happened last year, and always we say, here's. Here's just things that we're yeah, super grateful for because that. that that reflection of gratefulness mm-hmm. then sort of fuels our faith moving forward. Mm. So recognizing God's goodness to us in the bad times, mm. then knowing that like here comes a bad time, but you know what? God's gotten me through this mm. in the past sort of gives you this weird faith-inspired confidence for the future bad times that you know are going to come or whatever. And reading that journal is like, it's a, it's a, it's a balm for, for the soul. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that that's a really great practice. I mean, so for folks out there who are wondering like, okay, so practice of gratitude, like what does that look like? Yes. Around the Thanksgiving table, we can do that. You know, maybe we, maybe we do that more than just around the Thanksgiving table. Maybe that's something to do every day Yeah, around the dinner table or breakfast table or whenever we're having meals together, like just to sort of take some moment and just say, Hey, like, what is, what is everybody thankful for today? You know, that kind of thing, just yeah. to kind of reorient thoughts. But I love the idea of like a journal that you're constantly writing in that you can revisit at certain times, whether it's an anniversary or it's a special birthday or a special season or whatever it might be. And you can go back mm-hmm. and you can read and you can see all the ways in which God has intersected your life over that previous year, or all the things that have happened to you that have been just a real blessing in the previous year. Um, and uh, I know journaling is something I've done, you know, gosh, almost for 30 years now. It's something that I regularly engage in. Yeah. And it is. It's really powerful to go back and to read and to see, again, this record. Because if you're like me, you can. it's so easy to move on and to forget. And, you know, you yeah. don't always remember the details and this kind of thing. And so when you write all that stuff down... 
um, yeah, it's, it's really, I mean, it's really powerful. I, you know, I type it in, but now you've got me like challenging, like if, it, if there's a mind body can, or a hand body hand brain connection, as yeah. like you said, yeah. maybe I need to, maybe I do that. I will say this though, that no one is ever going to read my journal, but me, it, it is set to self-destruct upon my death. Oh really? Yeah. Just cause you know, there's all kinds of stuff in there. I don't want Mine, anybody mine's to read the it. Opposite. Is it the opposite? You want yeah. everybody to read it? You're going to publish it no, widely? I I, what really my no. journal is for, and even like my, uh-huh. my notes in my Bible, uh-huh. They're written with the hope that I had this epiphany moment at one point thinking, man, I think it'd be really cool to read what my dad oh, yeah, thought sure. about the yeah. scriptures. Cause I got a, Oh, that's what it was. I got a, I got a book from him. Um, it was, it's the, the Jesus I never knew by Philip Yancey. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And he had annotated right. like every, every page. That was and, like meaningful to him. And right. yeah. So mm-hmm. like I've already read the book, but he gave yeah. me his copy and right. I read his copy, but with his thoughts, yeah. it was so rich. And I thought, yeah. man, wouldn't it be cool to have the Bible that my dad grew up with or something mm-hmm. like that. And so I've tried to annotate my Bible so that it, like, I don't think it's professional or anything. I want my kid, like sometimes I'll just write, this is weird. Like right. I'll have that right. in my Bible right. or the bridegroom of blood. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, right. Paul preaching and the guy right. falls out the window cause he's right. asleep yeah. and I go, yeah. man, it reminds me of wrestler. Like yeah, it's in my right. Bible. That's yeah. how I feel. It's a good thing. It's <laughs> yeah. a pretty short good way thing. from the pew to the a- floor. Amen. Right. Amen. Paul, I feel your pain, Eutychus or whatever. <laughs> but, but that, so my journal, I, I don't like dear diary, you know, he told me he didn't like me again today. Like, I don't have that. It's more, wow. it's more just, I'm thinking yeah. this, yeah. and yeah. I'm grateful for this, or here's something. And I think I do go back and read my journal. I don't think I've yep. ever gone back and, and revisited a text exchange with somebody, or if I had social media, I don't know that I'd go back and look at old posts. But a Does your phone actually physical, keep old posts? I mean, that could be part I of the I honestly problem. don't know. Does yeah, it? Yeah, I was going to say, you have no idea what I, you're talking I about. I was telling Jake before this, like, I don't know how to use the phone. <laughs> I don't. I was like, right. my son just showed me that if you hold the space bar down, you can move the cursor. You didn't know that? No. Man. I, like, oh. That's amazing. <laughs> You're like a child. I, every I day totally is am. like wonder and new, yes. new experiences yes. it's like around every corner. It's I, so great. That might be know. an insult, but I'm going to take that as a compliment. That's <laughs> kind of a both. It's kind of a backhanded compliment. I appreciate compliment. that. I appreciate so there's that. something to that. I love that. No, I, I, I mean... Yeah, so my journal is more like on the personal side of things, but it within that for sure is like, and I kind of follow the acts model, you know, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication, right? So not, you know, Holy so, Spirit visited you, shipwreck at the end. Not, not that. Oh, okay. But like, you know, so like here's all the things that I think about God. Here's all the the here's all the things that I've fallen short. Here's all the things yeah. that I'm really thankful for, and then here are the things that I need, right? So you don't want your daughters to read that when you're dead? Not at all, actually. Really? No, I don't want anybody to read it. I'm going to burn all my physical journals, and wow. I'm going to nuke my my. Uh, Lord, I tolerated Robbie another that's week. Right. Yeah, yet Thank another you for week the in this podcast. The cross I have to bear. <laughs> yes, no. No, you're not. You don't appear in my journals. Oh, okay. So he yeah. doesn't like me anymore. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. You don't appear in my journals anymore. <laughs> but uh, no, going back to Thanksgiving, I think uh, yeah, just taking time. I mean, and I love the idea of the discipline of it too, because I do mm-hmm. think that in our world we get sucked, I mean, the, the, all the momentum, all the inertia, all the gravitational pull, whatever you want to call it, is always towards the negative. Mm-hmm. That is the world in which we live. We just, we just, it's like a riptide of negativity that sucks us out to sea all the time. And so the idea that you would have a disciplined time, whether it's in your quiet time, it's around a dinner table, 
before you go to bed at night, mm-hmm. you know, I, one of the things that's, it's been really, really cool. One of the things that I have been doing as a discipline with my four kids, because they all text is I've been sending them a text once a week at mm-hmm. least. And I'm just collectively all, or individually. No, 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 individually. Okay. And, and, and it, I pray for them. And, and then I send them at some point in time during the week. It's not always the same day or the same time or anything. It just kind of happens randomly, but at least once a week, I try and send them a text and I just hear all the things that I am proud of you for. Here's all the things that I'm really thankful for you. You know, here's, here the, here's the things that this is what I love most about you, you know, whatever it might be like mm-hmm. those kinds of things, because I want my children to have at least one voice in their life. Hopefully they have more, but at least one voice in their life that is going to encourage them. Right. That's going to bless them. And it's so funny to me, my adult children, because they're all pretty much adults at this point. Yeah. I've got twins that are 18 and graduating this year, but they're pretty much adult. Every single one of them have showed those texts to their friends mm-hmm. and their friends are like, that's amazing. Like, I wish I had parents that would do that. Like, you know, and so this isn't to pump me up. It's just to realize how hungry our world is for that kind of thing. In fact, Josiah was telling me the other day, he's like, yeah, he's like, I showed it to one of my friends and they were like, oh, that's like, that's like, remember like when we used to get notes in our lunchbox from mom, like, and how awesome that was. Like your dad's still doing that for you. That's so cool. You know I mean? And just, they were over the moon about it. And then Josiah came home and he goes, dad, I just want you to know you're a great dad. Like, thank you so much for taking time out almost every week and sending me a text. And I mean, they barely even reply. I mean, they don't even give me like the, thumbs up you know i mean well, if you wrote them a letter it's, it's like they, radio might, they might write you back <laughs> what if they wrote back and just had a thumbs up like on the page <laughs> anyway they wouldn't know quite what to do there's no emojis you can't respond right, with right. an emoji to a letter know to you know but um but uh yeah i mean it, they, they barely even respond but the, but the point is they see it and they i mean they every time we get together they tell me how much they appreciate it yeah. and how thankful they are for it and again it just goes to show you the power of encouragement mm-hmm the power of thankfulness, the power of gratitude. Here are all the things I'm grateful for, you know, for you and for your life and for the ways in which you impact me, all of those kinds of things. They just make such a massive, massive difference. And especially again, in a world that is just constantly sucking us into this, you know, just again, just pit of despair all the time, you know, I mean, just, yeah. just sucking us down all the time. This is a way to kind of build yourself up. Why do you think it is that we, like, I remember as, as, when my children were little, teaching them sort of fill-in-the-blank prayers, mm-hmm. you know, we, we're all going to go around the room and say, God, I'm grateful for mm-hmm. fill-in-the-blank, or mm-hmm. God, my soul yearns for, or something mm-hmm. like this. And, I mean, I, 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 hearing you talk says, yeah, I, I, want, I want more of my sentences to begin with, I love this about you. I, yeah. love, I love blank right. about you. Just right. more and more and more and more. Right. So why the... Is it because we live in a negative world? Do we celebrate negativity? Is that why there's a pull towards that? Is it, you know, I, I have to think this is going to date me, but do you remember the old movie Pollyanna? The old Disney movie uh-huh. with uh, Haley Mills. Mm-hmm. Right. I was, I was going to say, you've already dated yourself quite well in this podcast okay, series, thank you. so you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, she plays the glad game because yeah. there's the old lady right. who's sick and there's the pastor mm-hmm. um, who's fretting about something mm-hmm. or whatever and she plays the glad game and it seems like you know it's this weird disney-esque like oh it's the glad game but it's it's so profoundly true right and throughout the movie pollyanna is this this giver of gladness so that when the tide turns and she's in a bad spot right. the whole community kind of comes together and celebrates her and you go that's mm-hmm. that's profoundly spiritually true it is and, and yet, we still don't do it we know it and say, we still if don't you are a pollyanna it. that's not a good thing in our world. 
It's not celebrated. You no, mean? no, it's a negative thing. That means you're just like naive and foolish. And hmm. I mean, that's what that. I mean, if you're a Pollyanna, that means you're naive and foolish, and no one takes you seriously. You're, you know, you're kind of blind to like the real world. You know, you live in like this hmm. false world over there, right? I mean, it's it's not considered like a positive thing to be I've called never a Pollyanna. Called somebody a Pollyanna? You never. Well, you need to. It's <laughs> hey, a thing. Hey, Jake. <laughs> You're a Pollyanna. Well, I, w- I would say, and maybe we can finish with this, um, is a one of maybe, I think, I mean, there's a lot of things, obviously, that are impressive about Jesus, <laughs> but one of maybe the most impressive things is here's the God of the universe who knows and sees the depths. I mean, we don't even come close to plumbing the depths of sin and right. evil and the awfulness of this world. God sees all of it in all of its ugliness. And yet you never sense from Jesus that he is anything but grateful mm-hmm. and thankful to his heavenly father. Right. I mean, he just lives with this thankfulness and this gratitude. He, he is kind of like we were saying, joking about, you know, you earlier, like as a two-year-old, like kind of the wonder of it all. But that's how Jesus, like there is a sense in which like when Jesus, like you read the gospels, you, the, Jesus is just constantly amazed mm-hmm. at the faith yeah. of people. And it's like, how, how does the Lord of the universe be amazed at anything? Right, right. I, I think it's this, I'm living with this sense of wonder and awe and gratitude and thankfulness yeah. for the mystery and the miracle of life, of humanity, of this world, right? All of these things. And and we probably all know people like that, who that's how they live or they live similar to that. And they're the most wonderful people to be around. You go on a hike and they're the ones that are like literally stopping at every flower and they're just marveling over it, right? Mm -hmm. And at first you're kind of like, "Ah, you know, whatever you're like me, you're like, we got a destination we got to get to. And then you realize, no, 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 the the journey that to get from here to there is like all part of the joy. And this is awesome. Like we should sit down and we should look at this flower and we should spend some time and not just pass by or rush by or whatever, you know, these kinds of things. It's, it's the small stuff that they appreciate that help then you appreciate. And then that opens up this whole world to, oh my gosh, there's a million little things like every day right. that I should be thankful for, mm-hmm. you know? And, and, you know, I mean, whether it's waking up in, the, in a warm bed in the morning or it's having plenty of clothes to wear, or it's plenty of food on the table or, you know, walking out my front door in a safe neighborhood or, you know, driving down the road and I see a police officer drives by and rather than be like, ooh, oh, what am I doing? You know, to be like, you know what? I am super grateful I live in a country where like the police largely are there to protect me, mm-hmm. you know, or, um, or all of these things, right? These small things that we don't think about day in and day out, but are just part and parcel of the blessings that God has really poured out Absolutely. into our lives, right? That we could really... I mean, you could spend hours just saying thanks, 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 thanks. You know, here are I, the things I, that I'm grateful I for. I honestly think that's a good challenge. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. yeah like yeah, just, yeah. just keep going. Usually yeah. people go around the table once. That could be your 2v2v2 challenge. There you go. Just back and forth. Come thank, on. Thank, that's thank, right. Thank, Until we're thank. done. I've actually heard a yes. story of a guy doing that who was a scientist. And he said by the time he got home from, he was challenged by his pastor uh-huh. to do that. Uh-huh. And by the time he pulled into his driveway, he was thanking the Lord for like the mitochondria right, in his right, cells. Right, and, and right. He wanted to keep going, but he was home kind of thing. And it's like, yeah, you yeah. keep rolling the gratitude down to the point where you're like, right. Who am I? Yeah. To complain. Right. Right. And then it becomes 
I feel then gratitude then marks you. And that's yes. kind of what we, we yes. want to be a people of gratitude. Yeah. And that's well, if yeah. you can be a people of gratitude in a world that is um, constantly tipping over towards outrage and anger and injustice and evil and pain and suffering, if you can be a person of gratitude, if you can be a person of thanksgiving, um, no matter what you're going through, um, and I've seen people locked in some of the worst kind of pain. Yeah. And yet, because they have a heart filled with gratitude, they find a way to look at, I mean, call them a Pollyanna, call them whatever you want. They find a way to look at the positive, even in the midst of the negative. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and as a result, they're free. Exactly. They're free. And I think that's really like what we're talking about. Like the byproduct of all of this is freedom. You want to live truly free life, then live a life of gratitude, live a life of thankfulness and... Um, yeah, and and engage in that discipline of you know writing those things down or or just sharing those things with with someone that you love, day in day out. Here are all the things that I'm grateful for today. Like, yeah. you know, um, we'll close this. I was I was thinking about this the other day. I like walked home, you know, because we're headed to Thanksgiving or whatever, and I walked home and, you know, I walk in the door and of course, um, you know, the first thing my wife says is like, well, how was your day? The temptation, of course, is always to say, oh, you know, really busy or you know, yep. all these things and da 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 da. What if what if what if we all just committed to, yeah, we're going to talk about all those things. They're, those things are real too. But what if we all just committed to the first five things out of my mouth when someone says, how was your day? Is to say, man, I got to see this and I got to see this and I got thankful for this and I'm grateful for this. If the first five, 10 things out of your mouth were thanksgiving and yeah. gratitude, how would that change the way you perceive your world, the way you, the way others perceive your world, the way those around you interacted with you, all of yeah. those kinds of things. I think it would make a huge difference. It absolutely know? would. Yeah. Well, that is awesome. And um, thanks as always, Robbie, for yeah. um, taking the time. And to Jake behind the glass, not really behind the glass, but the Jake behind the board, making us sound good. Please uh, keep listening as we dive deeper into what it means to follow Jesus. We love your comments, love your reviews on whatever platform you choose to listen to those podcasts. Thanks again to Billy as well, who helps us edit these things down and just subscribe to stay tuned as we release more episodes in the weeks ahead. We'll talk to you next time.